You are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall, Dylan Weissman, and Mike Langser. I want to say last week was fun. I mean, Jordan, I've known you and I've known, I want to say probably 85% of your life stories, but it was fun unearthing some of them here on the podcast. Um, I don't think I know quite as many of Dylan's stories, so we're going to see how far we can dig here. And, I'm actually uh, excited. I'm excited for this one too. Dylan's the new blood, the, you know, the, the new blood on the team, and uh, I don't think we haven't really broken him down like this. So, yeah, right, right, right. right. So, uh, you know, this week is Dylan. I guess next week would be me, and uh, it's getting to know the Mastering Mitzvahs team here. We are at episode number eighty-four, which is wild, right around the uh, the hundred mark. We're not too far away, gentlemen. We'll get so, there. Jordan. I'm going to throw it to you first. Dylan's on yeah. the hot seat. Ask away whatever you like. I like it. So, you know, guys, as you know, Dylan's, you know, uh, newest member to our team coming straight from the Pennsylvania area. Dylan, I want to know, um, based on PA and Jersey, like what are some similarities and what are some differences like that you can totally equate toward from PA, PA mitzvah uh, entertainment, you know, with everybody and Jersey? Well, so, I mean, we've been doing bar mitzvahs for a minute and, uh, it's funny because I don't think that the approach is too different. I really just think it comes down to what people accept. So I think that Jersey is like a hop, skip, and a jump ahead of the times in comparison to our Philadelphia contingencies. Um, so what's popular in Jersey, you know, quickly comes and goes, and then it ends up trickling down six weeks later to Pennsylvania. So it's a cool dynamic to see, like, some of the trends. And I think that the partnership now with Explosive kind of puts – us as a Pennsylvania company ahead of the times. Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of the New York might be the epicenter of entertainment for, for what we, what we look towards and that trickles into Jersey, which then trickles down to Philadelphia. So I think one of the biggest differences is that I think we're a touch behind, which allows us to be super trendy all the time. Um, that's one of the big differences. Another big difference is that we do a lot of outdoor stuff in the Pennsylvania area because we have a lot of farmlands and a lot of, um, you know, scenery and greenery. Facts. So Facts. we do a lot of the outdoor stuff, which um, I think bodes well for the situations that we're in right now. You know, lots of day camp spaces, lots of uh, open air parks. So that's something that we do a lot as well. And you know what? You we, know what's we cool also did a four versus five hour episode, and and I feel yes. like a lot more four hour events happen on your side of the bridge. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, uh, I would say that it's very uncommon for a five-hour event, unless it's a wedding, but for mitzvahs, and this is a mitzvah podcast, I would say that it's very uncommon for a five-hour event. Really what dictates a five-hour event in Pennsylvania is going to be the food, and if the food has multiple plated sit-down courses, that's where you start dealing with those five-hour events, and it's very few venues that actually are still pushing that in a uh, in in a mitzvah setting, weddings are different. But for mitzvahs, you know, we're doing a lot of tapas, we're doing a lot of uh, stations, we're doing a lot of um, uh, buffets. So for that reason, five hour events really don't don't happen anymore. And I love that. I think that's great. Like you, you have your energy up there and you keep riding it through. So I love that. 
And Dylan, you were saying something before about uh, the, the venues and the spots and, and something I want to kind of tell our Jersey clientele um, and vice versa. PA has some of the most beautiful, beautiful venues, a lot of outdoor spots, too, which is monstrous right now. So if you're looking to book a spot, it's, you know, if you were going to be in uh, New Jersey and drive 45 minutes north or maybe an hour north towards the city, you can also do 45 minutes south or an hour south going into your neck of the woods and have a beautiful outdoor venue. So, you know, this is something that maybe our Jersey clientele isn't thinking of so much because, you know, technically it is Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? But, you know, some of the most gorgeous and amazing properties are out there. And you really can kind of flip the switch a little bit and give your guests something new to experience. So if you're open-minded to that, uh, Dylan, I think, you know, your area has, has some super dope venues that, like, our clients can really look into. And it's cheaper. Ooh, you guys all hear that you want us to say that again real loud and what is it doing yeah and and it's and it, you're gonna find holistically that it's a touch cheaper on my, my nice. side of the road. we'll take care of you over here come on over i promise we're not all like horse and buggies like, <laughs> what do we say jordan we were on an event uh no jamie it was jamie and i we get to work together this weekend jordan uh tomorrow yes. for an event but jamie said you know uh i i got the pleasure of working with jamie and she goes dylan you're way more jersey than pennsylvania uh 100 and- like, I, I didn't fully understand that uh, at first, but um, I'm starting to get it now. So, all right, Mike. Are we doing Thank okay? Uh, <laughs> Killing it. T- talk about how 30 seconds could take a long time. That one question, you know, that's a long-winded answer. Um, I, I My first question for you is, is how did you get started? I know, I know you got founded at a very young age, and you're still very young, um, but, you know, how how did you get into it and what was your parents reaction at that age too so it's it's a really it's a really great story and i'll tell it in pieces but the the way that it worked is uh bobby morgenstein my mentor uh, an absolute boss in the business uh kind of created what we do today he like sort of founded it among other people but the whole interactive entertainment for bar and bot mitzvahs really stemmed from his one of his ideas um and he was doing it really well at a really high level in my area everyone knew him and my mom was friends with bobby's circle of friends um so when i was about 11 years old um you know, I, I was, I was about the size I am now at 11. So I looked older, I had a beard and, uh, I basically told Bob, you know, I love what you do. I don't exactly know why I did, but I love what you do. Um, I want to do it. So at 11 years old, uh, Bob basically said, let's get to your bar mitzvah. Let's see what happens. And Bob ended up doing my bar mitzvah. And I worked the day after I worked the day after my bar mitzvah on my, on my first event. And all I was doing was moving boxes of wires from the truck to the, you know, I wasn't in front by any means. I didn't have a microphone. I didn't touch, you know, this. The child labor laws were different then too. <laughs> yeah, super different. very different. much quiet. Um, let's not tell, let's that, not tell, shh. What helped that process was the fact that my mom and Bob already had a relationship. So Bob had this big company and, he, and she knew that he was going to take care of me. And I guess Bob saw something in me too because – he was driving me to and from events, getting home at a you know midnight, one a.m., two a.m. at you know thirteen, fourteen years old, and I really, really loved it. Uh, I loved being in front of people. I love like you know I was dancing behind the DJ booth in a lot of cases. You know I was the same age. I was doing I was working events for friends of mine that I wasn't invited to. So um, you know it was kind of funny in that sense, but uh, I worked slowly and I worked diligently and. Um, I started doing my own thing on the side, doing like small, you know, events for my friends. And Bob basically said, Hey, 
you're really good at this stuff. Why don't we make you a little bit more official? And uh, he gave me the opportunity to own a company that he was a partner of. And at 16 years old, I launched my first brand, which was called Blast DJs. And it was supposed to be just a high school aged event company. So Sweet 16s, proms, school dances, homecomings, things like that. And that quickly evolved as my presence in the bar and bat mitzvah world, uh, you know, came to be. I started working at conventions and learning a lot from a lot of people. And that put me kind of in the limelight in the driver's seat to own my new brand, which I then folded Blast DJs and made it Flare Event Group. I had the opportunity to bring up Flare Event Group. And um, from there, you know, the rest is history. We really took off from there. Um, you know, we were a new face, a new energy, a, a new vibe. And we got to do it with the on the backs of Bobby's name, but with a new and exciting energy. So how, how old were you when you were on the microphone? I think that, so I was doing small graduation parties and emceeing, you know, birthday parties at probably about 14 or 15. Oh. And I think my first real bar and bat mitzvah with all the bells and whistles was probably around 16. Wait, so you were hosting graduation parties and you didn't even graduate yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I like that. I like that. Look at Bobby. Look at Bobby delegating some responsibility. <laughs> I always, I, the way I tell the story, I always tell it like Bobby found me in my small village and plucked me out of, you know, my, my impoverished town and fed me the, 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 the Kool-Aid. And now I'm here. <laughs> Jordan, awesome. I got a follow-up question. I'm going to throw it back to you after that. Sure. But my, sure. my follow-up question, a lot of people may or may not know that you're extremely educated and that's very rare in the bar mitzvah world. So how do hey. you go? Yeah. <laughs> um, so true though so true I, yeah well listen a, a lot of very successful dj company owners started young like you and they said i don't need to go to college i already have a brand i'm already a success story um what made you choose to go down the route of of you know education and you became a professor also at a young age and and i mean the whole dynamic of starting and seeing it 16 years old, I think a lot of kids, because you were a kid at that age, a lot of kids would just see quick cash and just say, I'm just going to build my DJ empire, period. Like, why spend money on college? You know, I wanted to be a teacher. And the, and the reason I wanted to be a teacher was because it allowed me to have weekends and summers off to MC. So it's funny. Like, I chose a career path to be like – I thought I was going to be like a middle school teacher or something like that. Um where I'd be able to MC, And then when I started realizing that this could be a full-time career, I realized that I knew nothing about how to run or operate or manage businesses, people, and finance. So uh, I basically came back to Bob and I said, I need to learn this stuff or else I'm not going to be of any value other than just a voice on the microphone. And he agreed with me and he actually gave me the opportunity to earn percentage in the company that we were building together um, while going to school. So he said, if you go and get your bachelor's, um, if you go get your management or marketing degree, I will give you more percentage of our company. It was a gift to me to graduate. And I thought that was so thoughtful. And, um, you know, he knew it as an investment on his company as well. So I was thankful for that opportunity. And um, I, I went and got my, my bachelor's. And all the while we were working on building a company and we, and we ended up doing it. And I'm going to be honest, guys, I was very nervous leaving college and growing a company. Um, you know, I'm a confident guy, but I was nervous about entering that workforce. And all I knew at that point was to be a student. 
So what I ended up doing was going back to school and getting my master's because I didn't know if I was actually ready to join the workforce per se. Uh, so I went and got my, my master's and in the process of getting my master's, I got a call from Penn state uh, and they basically said, Hey, Dylan, you're, you're running a business, you're owning a company, you're doing all of these things. We want you to teach in the entrepreneurial division at Penn State. I know you're getting your master's. So that kind of became very complimentary in me growing the business. So explosive or what was flair now explosive was always my first thought, but I really value education and inspiration and being inspired and impacted as well as being impactful. So that kind of always lended itself to being a part of education. Wow. Even I love it's so hard not <laughs> to like, get, it's so hard not to get detailed and amazing answers from Dylan just because again he's educated ladies and gentlemen this is what you're gonna get I love that it's awesome and you know what so we got a lot of uh, cool serious fun like back end um, questions and answers from from Dylan so Dylan I want to have some fun real quick um, you like me we are avid uh, this is a two parter of a fun one so we are avid Disney lovers um, we obviously love the Disney brand the whole nine I want to know top three Disney picks for you go Disney movies. Movies. Okay, so it, I'm not going to – it's not going to be in order. It's going to be top three that can be interchangeable. Cool. I think I'm going to go Beauty and the Beast. Right. I'm going to go Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. Great, great I'm sleeper. Gonna, what is great sleeper pick? And I'm going to go Hercules. I love it, and I love that you pick you pick three old school. You could have gone Pixar with any of those too, and I like that you, you went with the old school kind of brand right there. That's cool. That's like where I live too. I love that. And in addition to Disney, give me like one or two other. What are some hobbies? Some stuff that you love doing in your spare time, if you ever get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I have a new daughter. Uh, she's ten right? months old this week, so um, well, that, should, that shouldn't be a hobby. That that that's that's basically <laughs> my hobby. Is, is parenting, I guess that, that's uh, a no, full time job in itself. It, it's a full time right. job. Um, I I love. Uh, I'm extremely active. Uh, I play softball. Um, I try to do it twice a week because I was really you know I was a big baseball player in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I play softball. Uh, I used to bowl and fish a lot. Um, you know pre pandemic. Um, so I, I I I try to do those things. Um. But now it's, you know, the times are changed. I, I like going on walks with my dog and my wife. Like, it's like, I guess I'm getting old is, is what I'm saying. I, you know what? I like that that simplicity is key, man. It doesn't have to be anything like earth shattering or crazy. It's just that, you know, when you get some free time, chilling with Z, Noah, and like, you know, kind of absorbing and appreciating what's really important. It's awesome. It tells a lot about your character. tells a lot about a lot of your family, I think, vibe uh, shows itself on the dance floor too, man. Very, really, really cool stuff. Thanks. Nice. All right. Jordan gave us his story last week of his most embarrassing moment when he blew out his pants. Dylan, what was your most embarrassing gig moment? Um, Most embarrassing gig moment was not on my behalf. I was embarrassed for the family and um, it was tough. And, you know, it kind of lended itself to some of my stories. Uh, But I had a uh, brother or sister of the bat mitzvah girl um, have an accident on the dance floor during her grand entrance. Oh boy. And uh, that will stay with me forever. Um, you know, I've blown out my, I've blown out my, my pants before I've ripped jackets. I've accidentally hit kids in the head with microphones, like in the middle of a dance set. That's something. Were you not wearing any underwear, bro? Was there I, was, no I was wearing, under, I was wearing See? underwear, but I See? think one of my, I think one of my layer. 
one of my most embarrassing moments was on behalf of a family because I, I really didn't know how to console a very you know young child that had a very embarrassing moment. We ended up you know shaping it all back up, and you know I, I think I gave her a pair of like sweatpants I had in the car and like rolled it up. It was like huge on her, um, but you yeah. know. I don't know. For for me, like I don't get embarrassed. Like I'll I'll, I'll rock. I, I mean, I'll rock a pair of shorts with a with a dress shirt and a coat if I blew out my pants. Like I, I would do that, like you did, Jordan. So right. Um. You know, Jordan told that awesome story. I don't have anything like that, unfortunately. Um. I, I guess you know. Uh, look, I've I've done my fair share of uh, of dropping microphones, and uh, you know, I had a, a I had a bunch of plexiglass fall on me one time during an event. I've gotten, I've gotten very hurt on events before loading in and loading out. Um, I work with Mike all the time, man. He hurts me all the time. You know, uh, one, 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 a story that's not necessarily embarrassing, but like, you know, <laughs> the show must go on is I tore my Achilles right before an event while loading in. And we had to do the event, dance, party, sing, oh, and it sucked. It sucked. And like your adrenaline just goes and you, you get through, but like, I remember day, going bro. to the hospital right after. I remember going to the hospital right after and and saying and calling up my staff and said, "Remember that plexiglass that fell on me? Yeah, it's more serious than we thought." <laughs> Jordan, you're up. I get it. I get it. All right, deal. So you know you've been here rocking in Jersey with us for you know I guess a, a, over a year now, like COVID contingencies uh, included. Um, what is one thing that you are super excited for? to be back to doing normally and ripping normally once events are back. Like we're starting to get back, you know, phones are ringing, events are starting to happen more frequently. What's one thing you're excited for, like consistency wise, like when we get back to it? I love my coordination meetings. I love getting to know my families. I love getting to know the bat mitzvah girl, bar mitzvah boy, b'nai mitzvah. I love getting to know the siblings, getting to know the grandparents, being a part of celebration from a family perspective is so meaningful to me. And I, you guys have heard me say this before. We don't do four hour events. We don't do five hour events. I do hundred hour investments and it's an investment in a relationship. So one of the things that's really, really important to me is investing my time in the families that I work with. And I don't think that there's a family that's had me either on the coordination side or the MC side that would negate the idea of, I love you. I want you to love me. And because we will love each other, uh, it's going to show in, in an event and it's going to, it's going to feel right. When I announce you as, you know, Hey, and, and here comes, uh, Maddie on her bat mitzvah, it's going to feel like a friend is telling you great job. So, uh, I, that's what I love. I love meeting and connecting and growing that relationship. That's a, I, great I answer. It. Great answer, and, and really good I, answer. I almost laughed in the middle of your story because of what Jamie put in there. Jamie's watching us live right now, and yeah, falling off of a stage uh, well, in the middle. You know, it happens. If, if we're gonna if we're gonna go into like, I guess it's not embarrassing, but like, I, I have, um, I got uh, extremely sick like a week before an event. Um, you know, like flu like symptoms, and I was better by the time the event happened, but. I had ended up popping blood vessels in my eyes. Oh my God. And like, look, your eyes tell the story. I had to wear party prop sunglasses the whole time because I didn't want my like bloodshot demon eyes in the photos of the family. So I guess like when you think about it, Jamie, like, yeah, I, 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 I have those stories, 
But I'm not embarrassed <laughs> Jamie, by that. Jamie, of course those 13-year-old boys are going to catch you. You see what you look like when you look in the mirror, right, every day? They were waiting for that. They were waiting for you to fall the entire time. Yeah. Bar Mitzvah boys. Bar Mitzvah boys, There are man. many moments that I'm happy to be the DJ behind the booth and – yeah, not the MC in, in front. And I, I can think of Jordan having a split lip when a mic cracked him in the face. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe Missing a tooth. Bust. Yeah. <laughs> these, these, so these four teeth up front are all partially fake. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, right? These teeth right here are, are definitely like they're, they're prosthetic basically. Like, yep. you know, I've had microphones jammed into my mouth and I'm just like gushing blood while I'm giving announcements. Like, but that stuff doesn't, imbo- it doesn't bother me. So like when, I guess I was kind of thrown off by the question because I'm not, an embarrassed person. No, you know right. what the funny part is that we don't care, but it's all the people that see what's happening. They're like, this guy's crazy. <laughs> you know, this guy's like next level. That's good stuff. <laughs> I, I, I had to dress up like um, Mickey Mouse for a, fir- uh, a one-year-old birthday party once. Like literally I was emceeing and then I didn't know where they're like, hey, Dylan, our caricature – or not caricature uh, – our like mascot guy dropped off the suit and we thought he was going to stay in the suit. We need someone to dress up like Mickey. So I had to dress up like Mickey and do line dances like in a Mickey Mouse costume. We act like this isn't our secret dream that we go to bed like <laughs> dreaming about you and I like, oh, my God, if I could no, just like, be Mickey happened. Mouse. That happened before. Huh. I, I could just, very, be, very I could just be the mouse. Question. I want to be the mouse. Very lighthearted question. We get to eat some incredible food at incredible venues. It's, it's a perk of the job. Do you have a favorite cocktail hour item or dessert ooh, item? Ooh, great question. Yeah. Uh, I am a I'm a sucker for a good mozzarella stick. I'm a sucker <laughs> for a good mozzarella stick. I'm a big fan of like little um like cheesesteaks, especially the buffalo cheesesteak ones. Um uh have you ever have those like taco rolls, like the little roll of tacos? Those are good. Yeah. Mashed potato bar, bro. If, if there's a mashed potato bar involved. See, for me, I don't if, – if, if I have to eat it with any utensil, it's not for me. So okay, if I'm, you missed in, – in the last year, what was the one food item you missed that you would get weekly at these parties that you just haven't had since? Oh, a good mozzarella stick for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't eat that. I, I wouldn't go to a restaurant and open up the appetizer menu and get mozzarella sticks. So like I only get it at, at a venue. So it's, it's, defi- it's definitely a mozzarella stick. I, and and the little weenies, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. The pigs in a blanket. Yeah. It's got, but see, the thing with the the thing with the pigs in a blanket is you got to make sure you have the right dipping sauce. If it's like not the right mustard or the right like, you know, that that's what makes it. Yeah, I'm happy about talking about food. What do you want from me, like <laughs> Jamie, Jamie? Jamie's smashing this chat right now. Dude. She's just, she's like trying to like throw me off, Jamie. Like she's I like sma- food. She's smashing the chat. She's seeing me every week. <laughs> Oh man, this is great, dude. This is super fun and lighthearted and you know, it's, it's great. It's a great way to get to know our team. And uh, Dylan has been probably one of the biggest and best additions that we've had to explosive entertainment in a minute. Um, And just being able to uh, take the brands and put them together and make something different and create uh, something super special for our clients is, is really where the, where the ball is moving to. And guys, I'd say over the past like two, three days since, you know, Jersey, has taken, uh, you know, like we got the big word here from our governor that events are getting back. It's been a circus here and yeah. it's, it's energized and it's fun and the phones are ringing. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, guys, if you are planning, if you have friends or family members that are planning, first and foremost right now, I will tell you that 
the phones are ringing. People are calling. The dates are going. So, I mean, Mike, if we want to hit that for just a second, like not like really quick, I know it's uh, it's all about Dylan right now. We're going to finish up in just a second, but not hesitating and waiting is a big thing right now. I think, right? Somebody called her earlier today for 2022, October of 2022, and she herself was panicking because her top three venues were already sold out. The first photographer she wanted was already sold out. It happens. People have moved dates. People people are now waking up like, hey, the world is reopening. So, yeah, get on it. And and actually, we just revised all of our packages. Not that we're going to get into such length and detail here, but we made them so they're simpler. You don't have to pick every item now. Basically, you look at these packages and say, you know what? I like options A or B. Just lock me in and we'll figure out what photo booth. We'll figure out what staging or lighting. All of that will come at a later point. The whole idea is to keep the ball rolling and, and, and get the dates held. And if you specifically want a certain talent, lock that personality in sooner than later. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of what's happening right now. I mean, you guys saw the family that called yesterday for June 12th of this year. Like, it's, I'm not having an event. I'm not having an event. I'm not having an event. Wait a minute. Everything's changed. I'm having an event. And now we're scrambling. You know, we're not scrambling, but it, there is a scramble to get the right people in play. And there's nothing more important than having the right people at play. Ask anyone who's had a great experience with any vendor. And I bet you one of the things they're going to say is that person made me feel comfortable. That person made me feel loved. That person made me feel excited. That person I trusted. And those are going to be some of the key things that you're going to see across the board of people who have great planning and processing experiences. Uh, Dylan, that, that's going to give me my last question right now that you just teed me up perfectly. I didn't have a question lined up. But my last question to give you, without naming a venue, when you walk into said venue, how do you know that they're doing things right? Like what what tips you off that you are at the perfect venue for a mitzvah? Well, the first thing is going to be, um, you know, like for me, it's the small details. It's did they make sure that all the light bulbs are like on? Like, you know, you have a big, beautiful chandelier, but one light bulb is out. Those little details I like always, yeah. always, you know, impact me. So I'm going to look for things like that. But I'm also going to look at uh, the personality that I'm greeted with. What's my first touch point? So the way that I know that I'm at the perfect event event venue for a mitzvah is are they approaching me with the energy that I'm hoping for for my event? Or are they monotone? Are they super low energy? Are they not giving me the type of energy that I want? That's going to be a big tell because typically those sales coordinators are the people who are hiring and training and processing the team that executes your event. And, uh, and for me, I know that I want someone who's going to, you know, really vibe my energy. And that's how I know. Another thing that tips me off about a, a venue, if it's right for the mitzvah is do they trust the entertainment company? Do they want my opinion? That's going to be a big tip for me. Like, are they going to want to work with my timeline, my order of events? Cause when we play nice in the sandbox, the event happens so beautifully where you don't even realize that, oh my God, I just danced for 30 minutes and now I'm hungry and I didn't even realize I'm hungry, but my food's on my table hot already. I can go sit, eat real fast. Like that only happens when you have, when you play nice in the sandbox and when you're working together towards something. So I think that for me, it's going to be the small details, like is, are all the light bulbs on? And then also, are you going to match my energy? Is it something that's going to work vendor to vendor? Good answer. Jordan, final question. 
One more. All right. So we're obviously getting back to our events. You know, we bring the live energy as the talents um, that are on the dance floor. Dylan, what is the uh, new enhancement, the new big extra EE item maybe that you think people should keep their eyes on? Maybe something cool that we're developing here at Explosive. Uh, you want to tease anything? Like what's the big move? What do you think going forward? What, what, what should people look for? I believe that when families get back to it and they start realizing they can get back to it, they're going to want big, bad, and new. And like, we're working on something right now that is so dynamic and it, it's, am I allowed to say it? You guys know you what know, I'm talking you, about. Can you I know say what? We, we can talk about it, bro. Let's go. Nobody knows well, where it's going. I, I, I told you guys earlier that one of my favorite things is cultivating a relationship with a family. When the family starts trusting you, they'll want to hear your ideas. And when you have something like a fashion theme or a, a beauty theme or a trendy theme or something like that, um, we're talking about a bat mitzvah right here, but bar mitzvahs can be the same thing. When we get to build something that's a staple piece, that's one big. One. So, one we're, one. so so it's one of a kind. It'll never be at any other event. You're the first to have it, and we build it in-house. So my favorite enhancement right now is going to be that um, – what are we calling it? The beauty booth or like the the – the um, our our, our, va- our vanity photo station va- yeah yeah like it's 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 basically you know a, a dj booth but instead of it having just a white you know or a, a plexiglass finish it's finished with a mirror and those bulbs that you see on big vanity mirrors so mm-hmm. it's something super brandable it's something super like eye-catching and it ties your theme together and i love when entertainment companies can go from soup to nuts with a theme or with a color scheme. And that's going to be my favorite enhancement this season to be working with is something custom like that to get it out on these, you know, bot mitzvahs and, and bar mitzvahs, uh, you know, that are appropriate. That's my big, that's my big enhancement for this year. Love it. Love it. You guys heard it here first. Explosive entertainment. We're bringing you guys fresh talent, fresh stories, fresh enhancements. And that's what it's all about is, you know, moving with the times, shaking with what's going on. And, you know, I think that's been our mission statement, Mike and, and Dylan, you know, for the past, what, almost, 20 years that we're doing this thing is the, you know, keep it fun and keep it new and keep it fresh. So we always say anybody can buy speakers and lights and TVs, but you know, it's thinking out of the box, doing unique things, being memorable. Uh, you know, th- that's what sets us apart. And we're so proud of what we've built and the team that we're part of. It's amazing. Oh, our swing booth too. I remember mocking that up last week, two weeks ago, we mocked up the, the swing booth, the custom swing booth we made this week or last week. Yeah. That we're getting out in two weeks from now. That's really mm-hmm. cool too. I'm really excited about that one because it, again, it, it's not a standard thing. It's super custom. So the painting is going to be custom based on your theming. The sides and the and the uh, flooring is going to be custom. So I love that. It puts a new twist on an old favorite from a from a photo booth standpoint. So now it's no longer a photo booth that just does prints. It's a photo activation. It does more than just uh, give you a photo. It's now an experience. And I think that with explosive. One of the things that I love about this organization and coming into it is the fact that everything is an experience. It's not, oh, I just need a DJ. No, no, you need DJ talent and a DJ experience and a DJ activation. Oh, you don't need just a photo booth. You need a photo booth experience and activation with photo booth talent. And I think that that's my favorite part about working with Explosive right now. I know you didn't ask, but that's my favorite part. No, Dylan, that, that's so well said, man. And for, and for our clients, and if you're not an Explosive client, you're just tuning into this or you know, you know somebody that, that is looking or in the market – one of the cool things about our brand and that you might not know is that we build, we can build and we have builders from within um, on our staff. So if you have an idea of a custom piece or, you know, something crazy that's kind of going in your brain for, for your big day, try it on us. We would love something crazy cool to tackle it and build it. And we can build it here from the ground up and make it really cool for you. Awesome. Dylan, this episode was all about you. So let's send it home. 
Take them there, I, baby. I got to send them home? Yeah, Come man. on, man. <laughs> well, guys, it's been a pleasure. Podcast, Mastering Mitzvahs, episode 84. Uh, I didn't feel the sweat. I didn't feel the heat. I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm going to be a little disappointed about you guys. You didn't give me anything to work with here. We're knocking it out of the park. And I'm so glad to, <laughs> to bring a fresh perspective and a fresh energy, uh, both to the New Jersey market and to my current Pennsylvania market. So thank you guys for having me be a part of your team. Uh, I love working with you guys. I love working with the families out there. So if you're looking for someone who's going to be taking care of you from a personality and a professionalism perspective. I'm so excited to be working with you real soon. So, Mastering Mitzvahs podcast episode 84. My name is Dylan Weissman alongside Mike Langsner, Jordan Marshall. Until we see you next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Bye!